Welcome, 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 welcome to Nubian Queen Radio Talk Show and Podcast. I am so, so, so excited to be introducing our guest on tonight. Oh, my goodness, so excited about this. I'm so honored and grateful to have this beautiful South Spoken Queen. Oh, my goodness. I want y'all to introduce you all to Queen Lakeisha Rousseau on tonight. She's a beautiful woman of God. She's also um, uh, has a nonprofit a community uh, ministry that she has, and as well as she's also in the book, Dream Bigger. So I'm super excited about that, and I want her to go ahead and finish introducing herself on tonight. So, Queen, will you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Lakeisha Rusev. I am the co-owner with my husband of the Rock Organization. Rock Organization is a community empowerment for youth. Uh, where we do several outreaches and community activities. And um, I also am a, uh, my gifting is a scribe. So I have several books. I have a website, um, my name, uh, which is LakeishaRusave.com, or you can type in bannerware.com. And uh, you can uh, see the different merchandise. I have several books, about 13 different stories and books, along with journals and prayers, and some, also some goodies, some free, free items. I know that's why I'm sitting up here trying to be nosy and pull everything up, but that is absolutely amazing. So I'm excited about that. I mean, uh, hey, and we're talking about all these books that you book. Listen, you are not an amateur at this. You thought I have books. You can just go on my website and you can buy all the different books that, that I'm in. So we know that you are in uh, Dream Bigger. But before we get into the book about Dream Bigger, when did you know that you have the ability to dream and, and you notice that, hey, I am a dreamer. When did that begin to manifest? Well, actually, I started dreaming as soon as I entered salvation. So as a child, I was not born. I, I wasn't saved as a child. I wasn't introduced, or I should say it didn't stick with me as a child. I didn't grow up in a family that was Christian. So I didn't get introduced to Christ. Well, I was introduced to Christ, but it didn't actually stick until I was already a woman. I was in my early 20s. I was married and I had one child. And that's when I really was saved, a powerful anointing that uh, that converted me over. And I immediately started dreaming. And I started dreaming quite fre- uh, frequently. And I've learned from the dreams that God tells us who we are in the beginning, even though we did not, uh, we don't understand it. So that was my journey to start walking out who I am in uh, the earth realm. Yeah. Wow. Through, through basically okay. through a dream. You know, and that's something that when you're young, like you said, when you were young, you're a baby, you know, you start dreaming and things like that. You know, I, I realized when I got older, you know, I became, I was a dreamer as well, you know, when I was young and 
having all these spiritual experiences while I was young and I got older. But don't you know when you were, when you got older, you start realizing how people say that you were um, strong-willed and feisty. For me, my experience was I was so nice growing as an adult. But when I was younger, I would give you a piece of my mind. I would tell you what was on my mind. I didn't bite my tongue. And then it's like when we become, when I became a Christian, I, it's like I forgot that that stuff is still in me. And that was the strong part of me that did not need to be erased, but that was a part that was who I really was. But I kind of got away from that, you know, as a as an adult. You know, I kind of figured that I can't be this person. You know, I can't be this you know, person that would speak and say what came to my mind that come out of my mouth as a child. When I got older, I realized some of that stuff is still meant to be there. And those are the things that I experienced even in my dreams, you know, like me being this person. So we, we find out that our dreams are like a piece to a puzzle. It's really trying to help guide us to know what our destinies are and where we're going in life. And it's that guide to kind of say, um, is this like an epiphany or deja vu? I think that's the word. Like for somebody that like, I've seen this before or I've seen this person before because guess what? We may have seen it in a dream. So that's absolutely phenomenal. And we remember our dreams. We go back to that. So I, I, I appreciate that. I'm going to pass the mic to Queen Ernestine. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Queen Lakeisha, it is so good to just have you a part of the New Being Queen Talk radio show. And I'm just, just looking at your background and your stories, and, and I don't want to overlook. Did not you just say that you, you, you actually penned 13 books? Are you the author of 13 books as of current date? Is that correct? Yeah, well, I'm a scribe, so I have about 13, I call them roadmap stories. My very first book was a children's book. It took two years to write that book. That was my very first book because I write in the spirit. Um, yeah, two years to write the book that I was on a 21 day fast when I wrote the book. And then I was like, what do you do with this? You know, <laughs> so because I never wrote a book or anything like that before, but I had to seek the Lord uh, and be led by the Lord on how do you do the story, uh, how do you do the um, the pictures, and there's also scriptures in it. So it took two years to complete. It took one day just to write it, but it took two years to put it together with the pictures. They're all. It's a, a very prophetic book. Even the front cover is very prophetic. But it was it, it was directed and led by the Lord for that book. And even to the, that's my only physical book. The rest of the books are e-books. But even with that book, I, I get adults that say that book really did help me. And obviously, because if you write in the spirit, it is the anointing that breaks jokes. So it, it, speaks to the heart. it speaks to the heart and it, it does something to the heart in order for, you know, God communicates heart to heart in, in, in conversation. So, um, yeah. I, I, I have one physical book. I have uh, I'm, I'm part collaboration for two physical books as well, and also have about thirteen ebooks. Um, wow! And I have a, I have some more ebooks that I haven't re released yet. But yeah, I have I have a lot of material, and I call them roadmap roadmap books and stories. They're also journals. There are different phases of my life and things that the Lord has uh, taught me about in order to help others. 
to overcome and to excel and to grow and to just become the person that God has ordained for them to become. And you know what? I'm I'm glad that that you said, Queen Keisha, that because even as you were speaking in the prophetic scribe that you are, for you to, and this is from one scribe to another scribe, and I can just let you know, and I'm sure you can uh, confirm, but for you to write the way God is, what he's downloaded in your spirit to write, you have to be in a posture where you're listening to him, right? And you yeah. have to make sure that you hear him. And so do you go through, I know you said with the first book, you was on a 21 day fast, but yeah. with these other books as a scribe, do you just like hear his spirit and you wake up at night and begin to write? What is, what is that process like for you as a scribe, a prophetic one? So as a scribe, my I've learned that God speaks in many different ways. And I've learned that everything preaches. Our experience preaches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know things may I I had I, so on my even on my social media I always give like short stories. And it just may be an experience. I wrote a story or gave a short um, story on social media where I just was riding in the car with my daughter. My daughter has a Honda Accord. And I just, it just hit me in regards to writing it after I got out the car. And it was about the Honda Accord and how Hondas are meant, are, are cars that have a reputation about lasting and have a reputation of longevity. And it just sparked from there. It may spark from there. It may spark from a, a, a circumstance that may have happened. It may spark from, it, it just happens in numerous of ways. It may be a word. It may be something quickened in my spirit. It may be something that I smell. My senses may open up with my discernment. It could be something where God has opened my eyes to see something. He's opened my ears to hear something. It could be a wisdom lesson. Uh, but I'm always in the presence of the Lord with prayer. So that keeps mm-hmm. my spirit open to hear what he has to say when he wants to say. And I'm open. I don't box God in. He can speak to me however he wants to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that helps me posture myself to hear. And it, it could be something as, as simple as, unlearning something and relearning something because we are all humans. Yeah, because we are all humans and it may be, okay, well, this was a lesson for me and this is what I learned from that lesson. Uh, But I mean, it just comes in many different forms. I have learned that everything preaches if you allow it to preach. The Bible says that even a rock cry out. So if you posture yourself, uh, to hear the voice of God in situations and things, he'll speak to you. Amen. And you know, ooh, I'm learning something and relearning something. And I and I love the fact because my new saying now is, you know, the young people got this thing, I'll just take the L. And for them, the L means loss. But I, I've been saying this lately, the L for me means lesson. And so... Everything preaches and everything teaches. It teaches us a lesson. So I just want to know from you, how does God use your gift for his glory within the marketplace? Because, you know, we have so much, especially since the pandemic, churches have closed. And now you see 
a lot of people on social media and you see more authors now, more life coaches now, and you see all these virtual stages all over the world that goes all over the globe. You know, we're actually on a virtual stage now, this radio show that reaches 176 countries in the United States. So with that being said, what the gift that God has given you, the oil that's on your life, I know you have connected with other queens in ministry, but I'm specifically at this time talking about you, your ministry, your gift. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do you use your gift for the marketplace, for his glory? So the, the books are ministry, and I've learned that if you box God in, you can miss God. I think the pandemic was a turning point for not just the church, for, for the world. And the world has entered a digital age. Digital means that things are on, on the website and things are on uh, social media. I mean, it, it, it's a digital age uh, with social media, with YouTube, with videos. So God shifts. He's the same God, but he has shifted the way he does things and the way he presents things in the way in order to get people to um, to that new, you know, times have changed. Like, for instance, my parents and the way they did things are different from how I did things. And then my mm -hmm. children, yeah, they're, the way they do things are different as well because I can't, you know, they don't go out. When I was a child, I went outside and I played a lot. Now everything is so uh, digital and they want to be on the phones. They want to be on, you know, social media and all those different things. And I was a child. We played outside. So you we know, have. Just, I'm sorry. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. But I was just saying that today I asked somebody a question. Do children even play outside anymore? Do they watch cartoons? Yes. Because I'm like, what does this generation do? But go ahead. That was so funny because I just asked that question. Like, I remember we used to have to be outside and till the street light came on, we would be outside. And now I don't even hardly yeah. see no kids playing outside. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, I mean, I, but I, you know, when we were, we couldn't wait to get up when we left from school, left school to go outside. It was like, do your homework and then you can go outside. We couldn't wait for it. But yeah. this is a, a different a different generation and they you know they're different in how what they call fun and what they call play and all those different things so we have to use different techniques in order to reach out to them in order to reach them so that we are effective so you know the the chapter has changed the chapter has turned in the different ways and the different avenues in order to preach has changed as well. So uh, mine is books. Mine is creativity. A scribe is not just, they just don't write books, but they write, uh, they write movies, they write mm -hmm. songs. They are very mm -hmm. creative and creativity captures the attention of the younger generation. Amen. Ooh, you all in my business, queen. You all in my business. I, I've been a youth pastor for over 20 years. God has shifted me uh, from from that, but children are my passion, and just you know, just just the shift. And um, I really want you to tap into that. So I'm gonna put a plug right there because I don't want to haul this mic from Queen Yolanda. I'm, I'm enjoying the wisdom that's coming from you, but it is so important of what you said, and I don't want to overlook what you said about the shift. 
because that word, it keeps coming up. It keeps coming up prophetically, and there's a shift in this nation. There's a shift in, in ministry. There's a shift that we all, mm, we all, ooh, Jesus, we all have to be attentive, not just, just not being a scribe, but if you are a child of God, if you're a son or a daughter of God, because he said in the last days my sons and daughters shall prophesy. He will pour out his spirit, but you have to be in a posture, in a position to hear what does say the Lord and, and be able to speak what he say. And so there is a absolute shift. And um, so I'm going to pass this mic to see you don't got me started, Queen. <laughs> I'm going to pass this mic to Queen Yolanda. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Queen Yolanda. Okay, now listen. So I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna do some with this shift. I wanna shift the question to, what is your like your your passion? Like, what is it that you say? You know what? One thing that I, I, I write, I do this, I do that. But what do you say that your passion is that you're passionate about? So I would say my my passion would be linked to my strength, my family. Um, and just so happened, just about, you know, I, I've been in, in the church since, oh, about 20, almost 20 years. And one of the things that um, I've seen within the church is I would see the women in the church and I wouldn't see them, their husbands with them. I would see the, the women in the church and I wouldn't see their children with them. So I, that was a burning passion and desire for my entire family to come up with me and thus that was most of that most of my stories the plowing versus the building the the great deliverer breaking generational curses and building leaving a legacy walking in your identity all those things are geared toward me fighting not just for me but opening doors for the next generation so that is what first all of those stories it was the fight to get to the next level in order to free up and for the release of the blessings of the lord for for me and for my children and for my grandchildren and those that come afterwards that was the passion and that's what fueled empowered me to keep going because you know once it takes a lot of, you know, gen- when you, 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 generational curses, and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of energy and time, and it takes a lot to break it. And you don't yeah. want you to broke, you don't want to reverse it. It's like, no way, it took too long, it took too much energy to, to break this. It cost me something. You know, you see people with so much oil, and you, it costs, that oil costs. It is a precious, something so precious. Uh, that, you know, you, you don't take for granted. And the Bible says, I'd rather you not know me than know me and go back. So that was my passion to say, I'm not going back. I am sticking and staying with the Lord no matter what, because I don't want my kids to go through this again. I have broken it. I've broken through the barriers. And it's not just for me. It is for uh, the generations that come. And, you know, the Bible says that he blesses a man, not just for that individual, but for to bring you into overflow. Well, who catches the overflow? The community. Come on. Others that's connected. So a blessed man, I mean, you can you can catch the overflow 
that's on that person, just being connected or just being in the, the, the in that area, you know. So yeah, that was what that was the fueling passion, the burning desire within me. Mm, that's good. I'm gonna pass the mic to Queen Anderson. That's good. 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 Hey, Amen. You know. I keep hearing, I know you, when you're talking about passion, but I also keep hearing youth, young people, mm-hmm. the generation. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's not ironic that your first book was a children's book. And um, what is it about young people? I, I heard all, everything you said, and I'm not trying to dismiss that, but what is it about young people that you hold so dearly to your heart? Why, why is that a fire? I see a fire in you for the young, younger generation. Why do you carry that burden in your heart for them? Well, that was given by the Lord. The Lord is the one that gave me that uh, that desire. And I, for me, uh, if even when you look at a lot of adults, um, a lot of issues that we as adults have stem from our childhood. So if you can if you can shift the mind, if you can affect them while they're young, how powerful would they be in the earth realm to bring change in the earth realm to that their generation yeah. and the follow? So you're raising up uh, 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 change agents in the earth realm in order for them to be impactful. I, I told a story um, a couple of months ago. And I was just led to tell the story that the Lord had laid on, on my heart. Um, the person that led me to Christ, she uh, she herself was led by her bishop. And um, when he passed on, there was a, he was in the hospital and uh, they continued to see angels throughout the hospital. And she knew within her spirit that he was about to transition uh, because everyone, it wasn't just one person, it was a couple of people say that there were angels within that hospital while he was in the hospital. And when he passed, uh, when he transitioned, there was a, a, a major water break w- on that street of the hospital and everything in that area came to a halt. And the Lord, yes, and the Lord spoke to me and said that water break represents impact. He left an impact. uh, He left an impact which impacted her and her impact impacted me. And my impact would impact somebody else. So it's a baton that keeps going from person to person from generation to generation. And uh, so, you know, and that's in that lines up with when Jesus was on the cross and the Bible says that when he took his last breath and he said that it was finished, that the dead arise and, and there was a, a shake and there was earthquakes and the ground trembled. Well, that was the same thing that happened with him. The ground trembled and the water broke and that represents impact. So, you know, my my what I do affects somebody else. What I don't do affects somebody else. And I would much prefer to be in the will of God and leave an impact to the next generation so that the baton is passed. So someone sacrificed 
for me and that person or somebody sacrificed for them and now it's up to me to make sure that I am a living vessel for the Lord to do his work. Amen. Woo, that is impact. The shift and impact. Yeah. Oh my God. That's I I'm I'm just just hearing legacies. And speaking of legacies, uh, with you as as you were just talking about yourself and the different hats that you wear, being an author, an entrepreneur, um, helping your husband in, in the organization that you all have, even with your your ministry and organization for young people. How do you keep a balance with all the hats that you have to wear, both professionally and personally? And as a queen, what self-care regimens do, do, do you have to uh, help you stay balanced? So I delegate some work so I'm not overloaded. And I also, um, I take some time for myself each month. So some people, they like spas and things of that sort for like self-care. For me, it's important for me to experience life and to enjoy life. So I do, I do something for myself every single month, once a month. I take care of myself and just do something I enjoy. Like um, last month, I went to uh, do went to a perfume class to learn how to make perfume and it was so much fun and just those moments of uh, memory because you know our memories I want to fill my memories up with this I wish I would have uh, you know so many people say I wish I would have did this I wish I would have did that I'm like I want to do it and uh, I, I serve I work hard and I want to enjoy the fruit of my labor now uh, so that's something that I do for self-care for me on a, uh, on a monthly basis. Um, so, Was this something, it, it, and I have to ask because there's a lot of queens that's listening to you, and these queens are business women, they are mothers, they're wives, and, and they like, about time they get home or whatever, and they got to switch all these different hats. They yeah. have no time themselves and it's like they do it over and over and over again without hitting that yeah. stop button and so for my question for you because you spoke earlier about you know unlearning and relearning was this something that you had to learn through experience or watching maybe your mother do it or your grandmother do it or this is just something that was just always in you to do for yourself who taught you how to love yourself that way uh, that came through experience. So um, I had to learn because I I had went through a season where I just hit burnout. I was doing so much and I'm like, I feel like I am not moving forward because I'm doing too much. So I had to learn to take care of myself, to pour into myself so I can pour into others, and also to delegate some of the work so we can move forward so yeah that came through experience you know what that is just so just even that information is so impactful and needed because i just even you know for myself that wears so many hats and different things and i'm not able to like drive and just take myself anywhere and i remember telling a friend i was like i just need to get out the house i just want to go get some ice cream you know, and so 
me getting out of the house just to get some ice cream was enjoyable, right? And it really relaxed me and it really soothed me. So even something as small as just stopping to like read a book or go sit by water or just get ice cream and just enjoy the moment, I think it's so important. And so thank you for sharing that because we all have to learn how to really love ourselves and really put the work in to do the self-care because the scripture even tell us, love thy neighbor as you what? Love yourself. So we're not any good to anybody if we're not good to ourselves. So I really appreciate you sharing that, that you take out time to enjoy life and you make sure you do it at least once a month, something that you like to do, something you want to discover. That is very good information. So thank you for sharing that, Queen Keisha. I really appreciate that. Now, my next question for you, what advice would you give to someone who would like to write a book or, you know, be in a book collaboration such as yourself? And I and I definitely want, want us to talk about the Honorable Dr. Kissler George of how you connected with this phenomenal woman of God to be a part of this this book collaboration, but for those who don't know how to start or what to do, I know you told me earlier in our conversation that your um, first book, you were led by the Holy Spirit and he showed you what to do. But somebody may not have that connection with God the way that you or myself or Queen Yolanda have it. And so they may just have a gift and they, they may just have a vision but they just don't know how to start, you know. So what advice can you give in reference to that? So um, when I when I joined in for uh, the book, to join in for the, the, well, this is my second collaboration with the book. And that came through just me having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord said, connect. So that's where that came from because I'm naturally a writer. That's my gift. But uh, I didn't. I didn't know the Lord. I mean, when you have a, a personal relationship in prayer life with the Lord, He tells you which direction to go because sometimes you don't know. So I uh, I connected with Dr. Kishma uh, through the the other person that I was uh, connected to for the book. And, um, yeah, so I, and, and, and that's how, that's how we, we, that's how I connected. But, uh, if you want to write, uh, write a book, you have to do, you have to do your research in regards to that. Uh, because, um, you know, just like, uh, you, 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 if you want to purchase a home or purchase a piece of property, that is something that you own. That's something that you could pass to the next generation. What so is, when you write books, it's intellectual property. Like if you even write music, it's in, so you have to do your research and you have to do your due diligence so that you're able to leave that legacy to the next generation. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, there are so many uh, 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 people uh, that even like entertainment, and they leave a legacy to the next generation. It's not always something physical. It's something intellectual for them to collect royalties even when you're gone. So, um, yeah, you just have to do your due diligence for that to make sure that it's fruitful and that it's impactful and that it uh, it 
its fruit there remains. Wow, wow, wow. Um, what about the ones that may feel like they start, but then they get distracted or frustrated and just want to throw in the towel? You know, for us as writers, it's a such thing called writer's block, right? And so have you mm-hmm. ever, you know, an author of over now maybe 13 books, have you ever in your career got to the point where you just like, you know what, I, I'm just, I don't even know if I'm going to finish this. I'm just not there. How do you digress and then regress and then go through the process of being able to progress in, in your in your writing as writing your book? I know my own experience, but I don't know if you ever faced that being an author of 13 books. I only have, I'm on my second one, which is already released, so I'm working on the third one now. But I know the things that I went through with just the two books I penned. So you penned 13. So have you went through any of those experiences that you felt like you were blocked or distracted to complete the work? Yeah. So I found as a scribe, I I just have to be led by the Lord. I have one of the books. It's It's a journal. And the Lord gave me one piece of it. And then I was like, well, what you do with this? You know, so guess what? I put it on the back burner. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I put it on the back burner. And then he gave me the other piece to it almost a year and a half later. So, I mean, that's when you just have to stay connected to the Lord. And some people may say that's that's writer's block. But I see it as, okay, the Lord's trying to filter something to me. And uh, I need to either have the experience so I can understand what information I'm trying to convey or whatever the case may be uh, but that's just part of the gift but that comes from experience to know okay I'm not exactly sure what you're trying to say or what you're trying to do but I, I put it to the side and here he gave me the other piece a whole year and a half later so that's just, that just comes with experience it just depends on uh, you have to figure out what's your flow none of my books are the same none of my stories are the same they are very prophetic, and God's voice is different in each book. Uh, prophetic writing is different from just writing a traditional book. They're not traditional stories. They're not traditional writings. They are spirit-led uh, writings, which means that they're designed and orchestrated by the Holy Spirit so they can bring some fruit, so they can uh, bring some deliverance, so they can bring healing so that you can see a change in your life. So that's a difference from just reading an ordinary book. So that just comes with experience. Whew. You got that right. You can say that again and again and again, you know. And it to me, it's important, too, uh, for those who do have a gift and whatever It doesn't even have to be in writing, but whatever your gift is, whatever your talent is, not to bury it. Because one thing that I have learned, and I'm sure you can agree, Queen Lakeisha, that our gift is not our own, and it's not for us anyway. Our purpose is is really, again, for God's glory and to help someone else, you know, get free, get delivered, healed, and or know Jesus, you know, and so... 
I I think a lot of times when distractions and blocks come, you know, it comes to keep us from, you know, doing our purpose, our, our divine purpose. But so I'm just, my, my saying has been, faith don't fail me now. You know, just, just keep mm-hmm. pressing, keep pressing in your purpose. So this is really, really good. So my other question is for you, um, as what we just spoke about with your words of wisdom to the future, our, our children, you know, because, again, this is a passion. I, I, I can just feel your heart because I have the same passion. Uh, these, these are our future go-getters, our future CEOs. And, there, you know, you spoke about the shift earlier. So our future go-getters and our future CEOs that one day will be running this country, what, what advice could you give to them about pursuing their dream? I know you're, you're in this, 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 this new book, Anthology, and so can you explain what your, what your story is about in the book of Dreamers, and what advice can you give to the young people about pursuing their dreams and completing their goals? So let's start with just a snippet of your story first, and you can let us know what exactly your 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 part of the book, your portion is about, and then you can answer that question in reference to the young people. So my story is about identity of man, and actually that that story was birthed through uh, we did a um, monthly meeting with the youth. We did a monthly meeting with youth, and that's the. the that was birthed through that and God continued to unfold. And I realized uh, as God continued to unfold that story to me, that this was about dominion and walking in your identity of who God has called you to be in the earth realm. So many times we see so many copycats because people, people don't know who they are, don't know who they are, don't know what their gift is, don't know what their piece to the puzzle is in the earth realm. And that's what that is. God breathes into each one of us a purpose and a gift. And my gift, I'm a scribe, but my scribal gift functions different from the next scribal person. So each one, each one of us has a piece and each one of us should walk in our authentic self and that will create space for us. The Bible says that and your gift will make room for you. So some, sometimes we people are not walking in their true identity. They're not walking in their authentic self. And that is, the, that is where you would prosper. Uh, your gift is your ministry. Your gift is your work. Uh, this is what God has given you in order for you to prosper. And uh, I believe that if you walk in your identity, that doors would open, continue to open, because you are walking in what you are supposed to walk in. This is your strength zone. This is not your weak zone. This is what I was made for. This is what I was created for. So it would open many doors for you because that's who you are. That is what you was created for. Grass was created to be in lawn, you know, and, you know, everything was created with a purpose. 
and each individual was created with a purpose. What is your DNA and what are, is God telling you to walk in? And that's what you walk in. And um, as far as like the youth, uh, just like any, um, many of us, when we're young and we finish high school, it's like, okay, what's next? And then, you know, you go to college and you're like, I don't know what to do. What do you go for? Okay, I go for this. I go for that. And you change your major like five, six, seven times. But you need to stop and pause and ask yourself, okay, what is my gift? What is my gift? Where can I go? Where can I go and be more, the most effective? And that's where you go. You follow your gift and your gift will make room for you. My God. Follow your gift, and your gift will make room for you. You know what? Yeah. Uh, that need to be a slogan to children. Follow yeah. your gift. I know it's a scripture. Your gift will make room for you. But it, even how you say it, you know, because I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to keep cutting me. I apologize. You just got my belly leaping over here. But I, I wanted, to, I wanted to pause real quick because what you just said. Follow your gift, and your gift will make room for you. And I, I remember when I was in school, the question was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, of course, you'd be yeah. like policeman, fireman, doctor. You don't really know. You just see it on TV or whatever. I think back yeah. then Bill Cosby was on TV, so we had the image of Bill Cosby being the doctor and then um, his wife, Mrs. Tuscle, being a lawyer. I believe she was. So, you know, you, you would see those things, but... You really didn't know your gift, like, and so for a parent or or a teacher or someone to recognize, identify, as you said earlier, that child's yeah. gift, and you can plant that seed, follow your gift, and your gift will make room for you. I, I just think that's so impactful. I, I, I yield the mic back to you, Queen. Thank you. This has been phenomenal. <laughs> I've been listening to this. I've been listening. I've been listening to you two talking and, and just keeping my mouth closed. But this has been really, really good. So I, I do have uh, um, a, a question, Queen. But I, I love that part about follow your gift. Follow your gift. Somebody needs to yeah. hear that on tonight, that you have to follow your gift. And whatever it may be, and even if you don't know what it is, it's what you're passionate about, what you love doing, what you can do with ease, and, and what you do without anyone telling you to do it. Or when somebody says you're really good at that, you know, because sometimes people say, I don't, I don't know what my gift is. What are you really good at? What is it that people say that you're good at? What do you love doing? Follow that. That would take you somewhere. So that, I mean, that is beautiful. And your gift will make room for you. It would take you before great men. Well, you were about to say something, Queen. Go ahead and say something. Say it, Queen. Yeah. So I was going to say, so I didn't start scribing until I was in early stages of salvation. So I didn't write as a child, but I always had a gift to see and a gift yeah. to and and so God has used the gift of my eyes in mm-hmm. order to write what I see and what he shows me. So, you know, when you think of your gift, don't box God in in regards to your gift. I'm not a professional yeah. writer, but oh. my, my writing is very effective in order to bring change. So I'm not God, uh-huh. my eyes are my gift. 
but my hands God uses in order to interpret what I see. Yes. So that, that so you that's why you don't you don't box God, God in because I can say okay well I'm not a good writer I don't you know but that would that would be the enemy trying to persuade me not to use my my gift my gift is my eyes what I see. And I, God uses right through me in order to make it effective for the next person so it can bring change. So, you know, when you think about your gift, you have to be open. Uh, so God, right. open yourself so God can use you so that you're effective. You want to be effective. You don't just want to use it just to use it. There's many gifted people, but you want to be effective so that you're impactful. Listen, you Amen. Listen, they better pay attention to what you be saying because you be putting the words together and it's like wow, you go back to that like you better spit something out in a heartbeat. Like you listen, don't just be doing something just to be doing it. Make sure it's, it's making an impact. That is that yeah. is listen, that's beautiful. While we're on that, I would like you to give a, a quick affirmation. If you were to say something to somebody and you say, I want to give somebody affirmation today. I want to encourage someone on today. What would be something that you would say to the listening audience? Uh, so, like, any any type of um, affirmation? Well, one of the things that um, I've been meditating on is m- make sure that you're not listening with, you know, sometimes people say things, or even we can say things, and it's offensive. Make sure that our ears are not listening, and we respond defensively. Because sometimes you may have misheard or misunderstood what someone is saying, and you can react, and it's like, okay, now you got to go back, and you got to apologize, or whatever the case may be. So just my words of wisdom is listen without being defensive listen without being defensive and that would I think that would set people free from a lot of different um, uh, conflicts uh, if, 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 if you listen without a defensive ear right now that yeah. is, now that is word of wisdom because if you if if what I'm saying and, and sharing with you, if you listen and pay attention, I'm not here to hurt you or try to offend you. I'm here to help you so that you will be able to make impact and then go and be productive and and be successful and you know maybe improve and correct some of your errors. So if you right. listen with the right spirit, yeah. with the right hearing, and hear me properly without being offended. You know, and being um, being defensive, you can hear me. That is powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. That is powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. My God, it, um, can you um, share with us? How can we reach you? Because you know, there's gonna be some people that's gonna want to, you know, not only read the book, but they're gonna want to get some more insight. How can they reach you so they can get? You know, to find out, you know, hey, how can I get where you are and maybe get some more of your nuggets and wisdom that can help them get to the next level? How can they reach you, your taglines, your social medias and things of that nature? So my tagline is um, uh, lover of God. I use that a lot, my hashtag. Uh, My social media on 
Instagram. I am uh, Lakeisha Rusev. On uh, Facebook, I I am I am Lakeisha Rusev. And then we also have our rock organization, our community organization, and uh, uh, the website is built on the rock. And on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, it is uh, a rock built on a rock uh, for the uh, social media. And my website for the books and for the um, stories and for the free information, uh, free things that I give away and the merchandise is LakeishaRusave.com, or you can type in BannerWare.com. Uh, Keisha, Queen Keisha, can you spell your name? For our audience, because I know even with your name, Lakeisha, that can be spelled different ways. And of course, your yeah. last name. And for The Rock, make sure they um, know the spelling of that. And know, y'all, she's not with JC, okay? <laughs> but go <laughs> ahead and spell the name for, for your, your website and for your organization. Yeah, so uh, for our organization, it's the website is Built on the Rock, Built. The, the word built on the rock roc dot com and for my website uh, you can type in banner where which is b a n n e r w e a r dot com or you can type in my name uh, which is Lakeisha L A K I S H A Rusave R O U S S E V E dot com uh, both, if you type in either or, it will bring you directly to my website. Um, also, uh, starting July, I'm going to uh, do uh, start a tour. So for like five months straight, I'll be doing uh, touring from uh, different states and different countries uh, with, uh, with books and speaking engagements. So um, you can uh Follow me on the on my social media or even on my website to find out the different places that I will be. Ooh, look at you, girl, traveling around the world and ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we <laughs> see you, Queenie. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I just want to just say we just thoroughly enjoyed you. I know me personally, I, I did, and from one slide to another. You know, I believe in the scripture, iron sharpens iron, and I'm telling you, I feel sharper just having this conversation with you. It's an honor to meet you, and I'm and I'm just so glad to be divinely connected to you. So, Queen, we definitely going to have to have you back so we can tap in about that shift in the gift. God is going to give you a book for that, about the shift in the gift. We definitely going to tap in about that. So at this time, to our loving audience, as you heard from the beautiful Queen Lakeisha, Please follow this queen. Please check out her book. Check out her website. Check out the, the organization that her and her king is doing. And, and once you check it out, please sew into her, you know, because she is doing great things. And, and I'm telling you, as she said, follow your gift and your gift will make room for you. I know she gave us an affirmation, but she gave us two today. So follow your gift and your gift will make room for you. And speaking of gifts making room for you i am super excited about my gifts that i have gifted in this earth my new book my new baby free by love it, that is available on amazon for 14.99 so you can go on amazon and check it out both of my books are on amazon bound by love and free by love 
Ernestine L. Smith, that's E-A-R-N-E-S, as in Sam, T as in Tom, I-N-E-L Smith. I also want to let everybody know that I myself also is doing a virtual book tour, and I am, check me out on my Facebook page, Ernestine L. Smith, and on Instagram, Earn for Love, E-A-R-N, the number four, L-U-V, as in Victor, again, that's Earn for Love, E-A-R-N, the number four, L-U-V, as in Victor, Earn for Love. You follow me on Facebook, follow me on on Instagram so that you can get all the tour dates. Um, so far, it's just been a phenomenal. There's so many testimonies, powerful testimonies. I get to share pieces from my, my new book, and I mean, God has just been moving. And every time, every single interview is always something different, always something fresh, and the glory of God is revealed in all of the interviews. So I'm just super excited about that. And of course, Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Clubhouse, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be with me for the word of the day. Again, that's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Clubhouse. You can find me in a prophetic inspiration, ES House, or my name, Ernestine L. Smith, or prophetic inspirations. You'll find me, follow the house, come in and join. I'm there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every second and Saturday at, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, second and fourth Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, just a quick plug, the The Poetic Club is a poetry community that I also have on Clubhouse. We do it every second Friday, every second Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we got to get Queen Lakeisha in the Poetic Plug. If you're a spoken word artist, an author, a rap artist, a lyricist, or a singer, and you got a gift, as Queen Lakeisha said, your gift will make room for you. So come on in the room. Come on in the room, the clubhouse room. Get on the virtual stage and let your gift make room for you. It's all about you plugging your book, plugging your content, plugging your gift so it will make room for you. So I'm super excited about the things that God is doing, the doors he's opening. I do want to let y'all know in their absence, we do got Queen Vicki Robinson, all things new for Instagram, for follow our queen. Also, Vicki Robinson on Facebook, our King Apostle, who's doing great things with giveaways. Oh, my God, he's feeding the community. He's helping the young people in his in his state, the state of Texas. I'm telling you, he's all over. So King Apostle Timothy Carter, follow this man of God on Facebook, Timothy Carter. Timothy Carter on Facebook. Follow our King on the radio show. Please, again, click on his site. Donate to the man of God. He is doing great things in the kingdom. And I thank God for Queen, let me just plug this, Queen Vicki Robinson. She's also doing great things in the kingdom. Follow her podcast. Follow her ministry. And if you click on their profile, you'll see everything about them. And at this time, I pass the mic to Queen Yolanda Mitchell to tell us what she got going on. Queen, I pass the mic to you. Amen, and thank you for that. This has been a phenomenal 
blessing on tonight. I know that the listening audience is definitely blessed by this woman of God. This has been truly, truly a blessing. Y'all make sure that y'all look her up with all of her taglines. Make sure y'all follow this queen. The, uh, I, I mean, a phenomenal guest. Y'all got to follow her on her Facebook page, Instagram. So if she got TikTok, y'all better follow her. If she's going on a speaking engagement, so y'all are in the area, y'all go and see her because this tour is going to be awesome. So if you would like to know more about Nubian Queens, I am Yolanda Mitchell. We have a magazine it's called MBQ Magazine. If you would like to be on the cover inside of MBQ Magazine, you got great things going on. If you have a pastor, a leader, a man, or a woman of God, or even a child that's doing some great things, and you want to uh, acknowledge them, you want to uh, do a shout-out for them or do something special for them that you've not done before, come and connect with Nubian and Queen. Let's get some on the magazine or also inside of the magazine. You know, we always want to show people our appreciation for them. This is one way you can show appreciation for them by getting them, getting them inside of the magazine. If you would like to tell your story and you want to take it somewhere else besides um, a podcast, radio show, come on Facebook Live with me. Let's talk so people can see you in person. Let them put the voice with the face, you know, so people will know who you are and what you're doing. And then when it go on Facebook, it will also link YouTube, so you can always watch it on TV like a celebrity. Watch yourself on television. Also, we have a shape for line. If you are plus size, matter of fact, let me just stop that. Not plus size. If you got a little curve, you got a little tummy, a little poop. Our shape line, we are here to serve you. Go to NubianQueenLLC.com. I am still revamping my website, but most of the items I can pre-order them for you. So if you would like to get some shapewear, go and check out our website. I'm telling you, if we can't help you there, get in touch with me through Messenger on Facebook on the Yolanda Mitchell, and I can definitely get you what you need. Or I can direct you, direct you to where you need to go. I am going to end it there. This has been a whole blessing from God. I enjoy this show. It has been a phenomenal blessing. I thank you, listening audience. Y'all make sure y'all follow us. Y'all make sure y'all spread the word about Zenith Radio. Matter of fact, if you are interested and been on a TV show, if you're interested in having your own radio show or podcast, connect with me. I will connect with you connect you with our founders, Dr. Alton and Dr. Nikkei Natson. This has been a whole blessing. You all take care, kings and queens. We love you. Take care of yourself. Peace and blessings.